Have you ever uh, seen uh, Xavier Renegade Angel? Is that like a person? It, it was a show. About a person? Yeah. Uh, a bird goat bird person. person that had a snake for an arm. That sounds not at all familiar, but directly up my alley. God, life. I think I think it's the 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 second episode. He's like helping this kid, and he's just like, "Okay, inhale, hail, hail." And he just gets this kid to just like straight hold his breath until he like <laughs> passes out, and then he's like, "Okay, exhale." And that kid like just barely regains consciousness, and then he does it again. <laughs> As like a prank. <laughs> no, he's like legitimately trying to help this kid. Oh, okay. You just can't. You just can't. He's like on a mission to save. Seems the world like a pretty good prank, if I'm being honest. I, I, he also. He also. Joins a gang. Uh, as one is prone to do when you're born into the body of a chimera. True. Were they, were they a cyber gang? God, I wish. Because then we, at, we over here at section have yet to determine the name. We spitballed a couple good ones. Have uh, dedicated ourselves to fighting cyber crimes. Um, but yeah. not corporate terrorism, because that shit does not exist. Yeah. And that honestly, if there's real. one crime I hate more than any other crime, it's piracy. Don't don't fact check that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna fact check. I don't think we track down pirates here. We support so them. y'all are y'all are navy stands. Wow. Um, well, I love a good well, seaman. <laughs> I think I'm more of a uh, Revolution Army stand. But oh. I guess Kobe's kind of cool too. Oh, please drag on! Aha! Drag on my nuts across this thing. And drag on this intro. We're the Anybodies. Welcome hey. to this episode. And uh, this week uh, we watch Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. But before that, Tristan has some news. I have news. I have news. Oh God! What what news? What 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 news? Well, the, like... you know, the news of of, of hydration. And... I was about to say. Uh, I I actually had had some major stuff happen. So uh, news. Yeah. First off, first off, let's uh, let's thank our good buddies over at the hydro station uh, for supplying us with that that good good water. Mm. Good 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 water. Thank our buddies over at Craft Fox Boutique. Uh, sadly, sadly, uh, the news with Craft Fox Boutique is not as good. Uh, their beautiful baby dog, uh, German Shepherd, uh, sadly passed away. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so so thoughts and prayers out to them. And then um, I guess I'll just go first with, with how my week's been. Uh, me and Isabel are going to be getting a house. Oh, that's the news. That's the news. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. So, uh, 
it, 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 we're working it out with like her parents, and then I think her parents are gonna like they're they're helping us secure it, and then they're gonna be like moving in as like a retirement home, but it'll be like a starter house for us. So they're just kind of helping us out. Right. Uh, so super thankful for for that, and uh, we got to look at it a couple days ago, or at least I got to. I hadn't seen it yet, but uh, we actually got to go around and tour it, and. Uh, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. So there's my there's my big news for uh, for the week. Yeah, and super mega congrats. Game. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Yeah. Oh, so okay, y'all too. Matt buying a truck. Tristan getting a house. Well, I guess that <laughs> means Alex. You have to buy. What else is there? Like other major categories. Um, maybe you have to buy a boat now. Sorry. Um, I hate boats, though. Yeah, and they're expensive. Yeah, and plus you have to have boat insurance, which is, that feels like a scam. <laughs> but what if you get in an accident on the high seas? It's true, it's true. What if you run your boat into someone else's boat? Well, they were obviously at boat fault. <laughs> oh. No, it was uh, in a boat parking lot, so there's no fault? Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. That's called a marina. <laughs> Those are called marinas. No, there really isn't anything else major to buy. I guess like a plane ticket to go somewhere, but I'm far. Oh, that's what you could get. You could get a private jet. Yeah. But, you know, only if it's completely fueled by renewable energies. Um, Then I'll, like a solar. Renew your deposits of resources to fuel your jet. At the gas station. True. True. I might be able to melt some steel beams. Mm. <laughs> oh. Uh, happy 10-11, everybody. Happy 10-11. <laughs> Don't forget to just follow the money. And I'm sorry to the families who had to pay the price for it. Mm. Uh, that uh, said, yeah, we're, we're getting into some conspiracies here, yeah? I thought we were just doing our general, you yeah, know, I well, guess everything I we've been up to and stuff, but we can yeah. do conspiracies. Y'all got any spicy ones? I haven't really talked about me either. I just realized. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just well, been tricky. Okay. Well, this is big news. Big news. True. Big news. Colin Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have real news. I just have two headlights. That's all. Oh, true. that's exciting too, though. Uh, kind of. If I went places, it would be really, really useful. But like, I don't. Yeah, I I do also have big news, but it's not news that I will share on the podcast unless it becomes relevant to our upload schedule in any way Ooh. at all. And it's not good news. Oh, it's just big news. So, uh, but yeah, and then uh. Netflix dropped season four of uh, Scissor 7 finally. Um, so I've been watching that. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I, I, did I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the first three seasons, so I'll have, to, I'll have to watch a recap or something and refresh myself before I start the fourth. Yeah, because you'll definitely need it for the fourth because it actually picks up right where the third season like ends. Like right in, like right, you know how it ended. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fight picks right up where the fight fight was. That's exciting. Yeah, but it's been it's been really good actually. The the themes and everything are really coming together and like 
all the like little minor side characters are all getting great moments and stuff. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, that's about. Oh, and then um, oh, I've been playing some more Earthbound. Have yet? I I didn't realize how big of a game Earthbound was. Uh, but even after like getting like the first three party members, I still I still yet to progress the story very much. Uh, so that's like mildly frustrating. And then I won't read some 20th Century Boys. That's about it. Now we can do conspiracies. Conspiracies. <laughs> well, I think the uh, the biggest, grandest conspiracy that I've encountered recently is uh, some folks saying that the NFL is rigging games. Back on oh, that horse. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, really like just, just now hearing that? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. No, but this time, this time, here's the twist. They're doing it for Taylor Swift. Wait, what? Yeah, that's what makes it fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, apparently, okay. she's dating Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey. Um, and they've won all two games they've played that she's been at. Uh, I will say, I will say, there was some uh, fuckiness with some bad calls in the last one against the Jets in a close game. But in the game before that against the Bears, I'm pretty sure they won by like 30. So there, there it is. Yeah, Taylor Swift is financially larger than the NFL in terms of, uh, I guess, mass cult following or whatever. Yeah, I so, mean, did you not? Did you not like hear the news that like one of her concerts like set off a seismograph? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and Travis like, Kelsey this- went into the top five of like NFL jersey sales among all yeah. players as yeah, a tight end all, as soon yeah. as it was like published that he's dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, because all the Swifties were like, oh gotta yeah. get friend the left. NFL's constantly bragging about like their new like metrics that they're hitting. It's like this was the most popular game since the Super Bowl. Um, I mean <laughs> I just can't wait to hear what the breakup song's gonna sound like. Honestly, it's probably going to be hilarious. She can't do the breakup songs anymore. She said, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> she literally said this. She, she can no longer no, make breakup songs. I'm, I'm pretty sure she said, sorry, I can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because the old Taylor's dead. Oh, no. This was on like one of her newer albums. Mm, I don't know if I can believe a uh, replicant. Can I be honest? Yeah. I used to be like super into Taylor Swift and then she got like really popular and I stopped caring. That's fair. And I think I'm a contrarian. I That's yeah. the most like hipster thing I've ever heard anyone say. Right? That's fair. That's fair. I neither hate nor love Taylor Swift. I'm a I'm a Taylor enjoyer. She she has some bops. Hmm. Um but I'm not like a a big old fanny over here. No, I not got down with red. That's I think that's when it peaked for me. It's that's like, her, our song, our song slaps, and I yeah. that's a karaoke song for me for sure. Um, uh, Tristan, do you want to say a conspiracy? conspiracy yeah. yeah, yeah. Tristan, should, do you go? I know you got plenty. Should I say one and then you go, or what? Um, um, I guess I guess the the one I've been following is uh the the unveiled alien bodies that were shown in Mexico uh, 
like a week or two <laughs> yeah. ago, maybe two weeks ago at this point. Uh, yeah. That's been fun to keep up with. Are they running DNA tests on them or no? Uh, they have already run DNA t- tests on them, and then they made those DNA tests uh, public for anybody that is in that field to uh, look at and study. And uh, yeah. Uh, and then it sounds like at this point there have been two separate studies done on the bodies that have been like x-rays, CT scans, carbon dating, uh, stuff like that. Uh, both of which has basically said, yo, these things are not manufactured. These are like legitimate things. Uh, you know, take that, take that as you will. Uh, the, the DNA testing has said that it is uh, not necessarily human. Uh, it's got a lot of a lot of genomes that we don't recognize. Uh, the carbon dating puts it at like over a thousand years old, and I just feel like if this was a giant hoax, uh, a lot of these findings they would not be publishing in a public manner. I feel like if uh, if you were going to make a fake body and make fake test results, uh, you would probably kind of hide the fake test results. And then when people are like, well, I want to, I want to study the bodies. Can I see the results? And then you just hit them with the, no, no. But the fact that they just made everything so out there and open and public, Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like if you're really just trying to pull something over someone's eyes, this is not the way you'd go about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of interested to see, you know, what else comes out of these. And uh, I feel like even if these things are real, uh, I feel like we're still just going to have those hardcore deniers that are going to be like, nah, it's fake. (laughs) Uh, Also, one of the, one of the beings had a, uh, like a chest implant looked like some kind of, looks like it had like broken ribs or something. And it was used to kind of help stabilize like the rib cage. And they did like a metallurgy, report on it and they found that it's like one of the rarest metals on earth and so it's like if it was fake why would you spend that much money to get that much of the metal to make this like fake breastplate and throw it in there and then be like yep yep it's it's a hoax teehee you know i feel like uh, i feel like that's a very very costly hoax that uh I don't think people would necessarily pour the resources into. Could be wrong, though. Could be wrong, though. You know? Uh, I just really appreciate that they made the DNA test public because I need to make sure I'm not the father. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of of back-end child support. Gosh, yeah. Thousands of years. Oof, my bad. Yeah. Um... See, I guess for myself, let me see, I haven't been following any super closely. I, I can give you an Alex original one here. Oh. Um, it's partially just, you know, just kind of based on my observations um, here. Um, I think that the uh, Republican Party is being trolled from the inside. Like, like, I, like I think that a lot of these like newer faces that they're like bringing in as like consultants and leaders are like actively just like trolling the party to like expose how like truly despicable a lot of them are like behind closed doors. Um, and I think a lot of it's a big grift to be honest. 
Like, I think, I think the meme has gone a little too far and has entered harmful territory, but it is, it was very funny at the start. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I did see a thing about, uh, apparently Trump's lawyer forgot to check the box or whatever on their paperwork to have a trial in front of a jury. Yeah, I was, uh, I was reading about that a little bit today. So yeah, what I'm if sure that lends troll credence troll. to Alex's theory? Yeah, I just, I feel like they're uh, I feel like, trolling from the inside. Like, like, I legit don't think Trump wanted to win in 2016. I don't, I don't think, I think he didn't want to lose. You know, like, I think he entered, like, running as a candidate wholly as a joke, like, wholly as a business move, wholly as a joke, just to get, like, his name in the presses, get his stocks up, all that shit. And then the meme went too far. And he's like, fuck, I can't back down now. And he said, well, I'll just do some little dumb fucking dances up here on stage and say <laughs> the dumb shit people like. And now now he can't, because he, he can't admit that he lost ever. He's like Griffith. You know? <laughs> he's like Griffith in that way. Where they just, they can't admit it. Uh, they can't admit to their own faults and like have to blame everyone else and will like always just like They'll just make the mistake again, but say no. That's it's not going to be a mistake this time. I was always right. Um, but yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Enough for me. We did it. We conspiracyed. We conspired. We, we conspired to talk about things. Uh, now I guess it's time to talk about what we're here for. No. Yeah. 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 A- eighth. Another. Certain. An- another. Another conspiracy. We'll bring it on in, Tristan. Oh yeah, I guess uh, I guess that is my my job. Uh, let's Sorry. see. Uh, we watched Ghosts in a Shell standalone complex. Uh, definitely, definitely not the movie, but the the TV show. At least the first season. Uh, let's see. The director was Kenji Kamiyama. Um, let's see. What else has he done? Oh man! Oh man! Ducktales, nineteen eighty-seven. Oh my backgrounds. god! Oh man! Metabots. God, John. Yeah, yeah. Metabots. Okay. Metabots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Eden of the East. Uh, okay. Sounds interesting. Uh, it looks like they did the re- reboot of Cyborg Zero Zero Nine. Not the 3D one, but the 2012 one. Although, actually, I think they may have done the... They may have done the 3D one as well. I can't remember. I, I like, started the 3D one, was not a fan, so I just stopped watching it. Um, They did one of the Star Wars Visions episodes. Hey, we've had a few of those pop up. Right? Yeah. They've done some sports anime, too. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, a couple um, of different sports animes. Let's see. Studio Production IG. Um, Parappa the Rapper. Oh, man, that, that takes me back. Y'all ever play those old rhythm games? I never no. played that one specifically, 
but I played as Parappa the Rapper in the PlayStation Battle Royale game. Like the All-Star <laughs> Battle Royale game they had that was like a Smash clone. Hell yeah. Uh, looks like they also did Psychopaths. IQ. Um, More sports. Vinland Saga and the uh, first three seasons of AOT. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't forget about Neo Yokio. Now, I'm hey, seeing Star Wars Visions again. Does this mean that it is not the first time we've seen the director and the studio come together? Uh, uh, they also did the of the East, so... Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like they've worked together before. Neat. Neat. Synergy. Oh, they yeah. did Great Pretender. Hey, uh, it's the marketing word. I remember watching that one. Not on purpose, apparently. <laughs> uh, I guess before I jump to the summary of the show, uh, have either of y'all had any prior experiences with this? Whether it's, uh, you know, seen it, heard about it, anything like that? Immediately before watching it, I, I posted something, or immediately before beginning it, I guess. I posted something in the Discord about Dragon Ball Super. Not Dragon Ball Super. It was uh, Vigilantes. It was Vigilantes, I think. They uh, they dropped a Ghost in the Shell reference, kind of, sort of. Ah. Um, but in terms of actually having exposure to the uh, the anime itself, or even the intellectual property itself, nope. Okay, okay. What about you, Alex? Um, I have seen the movie of Ghost in the Shell, and I really liked that. Then, I think back in high school, I tried to watch some of the ones that were on Netflix, and I just couldn't really uh, like get yeah. super into them. Hmm. Uh, that's about it. That's about it for myself. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh... I've been a fan of this property for a while, probably since high school, uh, just because I watched the movie, uh, was a big fan of the like 90s animated kind of grittier movies, uh, definitely liked the, the, the cyberpunk themes, hmm. uh, and just from the movie, I got into the first season, and then I think I watched like a little bit of the second season, but didn't get into it as well, like, I don't know, I just kind of fell out of the second season. Uh, but I definitely enjoyed the the movie in the first season, and uh, I feel like, as far as pop culture goes, uh, at least the movie is pretty uh, a, a, a staple for a lot of things. You know, a lot of a lot of things can be attributed to being inspired by the the Ghost in the Shell movie. For sure, it's iconic. the The fucking opening scene of her jumping off the building. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so good, so good. Uh, and even at the end of this season, you kind of get that that scene again. Yeah, and uh, it was nice. It was good to see. It, it had been a while since I've seen this, so uh, kind of forgotten a lot of the little details. But going back, it's like, oh yeah. Speaking of scenes and endings, the ED went so hard. Not me skipping it. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. Like I skipped every intro after the first episode, but the EDs were spice. Oh, I, I really, I really enjoyed a lot of the music, uh, both, both the, the opening and the ending. And then also just some of the songs that they'd played throughout the episodes. I'd be like, man, this is really good. Uh, soundtrack definitely something i think i might look into because i did see that uh they released like several soundtracks throughout the uh the property uh so i might need to look up the one for the first season and give it a listen because i know there were like two songs that played in the middle of episodes where i was like what is this i need to find this uh but yeah so uh basically we're following uh section nine public security section nine uh, they're a special force, uh, spe- special operation task force. Uh, they're like military personnel, police, detectives. They uh, investigate a lot of crimes, especially relating to, uh, you know, like technology based crimes, uh, such as hacking and uh, body swaps and uh, viruses, just. Uh, you know they're 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 the cybercrime unit. Uh, we've got quite a few characters in here. Uh, it's led by uh, oh where where is it? It's led by uh, Daisuke Aramaki. He's our uh, he's our old man leader of the pack. Uh, we've got our lovely Major Matoko Kusanagi and uh, main man Bato. Uh, we also have Togusa, who is our one that is, uh, entirely human. He's the only one that hasn't gotten any upgrades. You know, he's staying away from that cyber psychosis. Uh, Ishikawa, main man who'd be doing all the, the main hacking, it felt like. Uh, and then we've got a couple of specialists that kind of help here and there. Um, but... The show itself is kind of like a mix between episodic episodes and then like an underlaying uh, overarching kind of story arc. Uh, We get introduced to the Laughing Man uh, pretty early on, uh, who committed a unheard of crime where he basically live hacked everybody while committing his crime so that nobody was able to see his face. And this is where we started getting some of our hints about... uh, Corporate terrorism, corporate greed, uh, kind of espionage through hacking, um, and then we we kind of mellow out and get a couple of episodic episodes here and there that just kind of deal with morality on getting these kind of upgrades and uh, the way they affect you, the way they affect others around you, and uh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to jump too into it and give away the the big conspiracy just yet. Uh, I figured we could kind of discuss some of our favorite bits before we really start diving into the the meats and potatoes of the uh, the Laughing Man arc. How did y'all How did y'all feel about this kind of mix up between episodic and uh, overarching story arc? How how did How did y'all feel about that? Um, well, I I really appreciated it at first, like for the first, um, up until we initially meet the Laughing Man, 
because we learn that this it's a full that you have the ability to not only be fully cybertized, um, but your consciousness can also be moved not only like from a human looking body, but into something that's fully robotic. Um, everything about a person can be changed. Let me look at my notes because I jotted it down real quick. Um, oh, and that even like in this world, like uh, kind of back in the Vivi episode, there are people that like some of them do have um, kind of uh, romantic relationships with like artificial like entities, <laughs> um, which is always you know nice to see. Um, and it also, sh- and we also see that, you know, even if your like physical body dies, you could, uh, technically like live on forever. Um, but kind of as like the show, like as the conspiracy and everything was like introduced and then we would go back to like the episodic stuff. I, I was really, I, I was more upset and like, didn't really care as much. Um, like, like there were still good episodes, but I was just kind of like, man, I kind of wish we were like still following the conspiracy line. And then uh, towards the end, when a couple of the side episodes um, did come back to uh, actually matter and like showed like, oh, these like everything like was continual and everything like built up, but specifically like with the Tachi comas and um, the Togusa episode in the school and all that, like all that really coming back together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then them helping out the uh, the American Empire twice, like, and them being like, "Oh, the CIA owes us this much at that month at, at this point." You know, it was it was like it was a little line, but it was nice to know, like, oh, they didn't completely like just do this for no reason. That's fair. That's fair. What about you, Matt? I'm I'm mostly in lockstep with Alex there, where like early on when the episodic episodes weird phrase but whatever uh early on when it was mostly you know it it felt more like they were doing a lot of world building for us i was super into it but kind of like like they said when you get later into it and they have you know a real like engine pushing the plot along of the conspiracies kind of starting to unravel i uh i don't know it kind of took me out of the moment a little bit and like it uh, it didn't necessarily derail the story, but it definitely kind of detracted from it, I suppose. Um, where it felt like we lost a lot of momentum and then almost were expected to pick up exactly where we left off when they get back to it. Fair. For the most part, I can't really complain too much about the formatting of it because... 26 episodes is a long season and uh, you get a little bit of uh, creative freedom that way when you have uh, a lot of space to fill or time to fill. Yeah. I've kind of, I kind of looked at it as a way of like uh, kind of grounding the series, I guess. Cause like, you know, real police investigations, you don't really get. Sometimes you'll find that thread, but then sometimes it'll kind of pan out and then you got to find some other stuff to do. And then sometimes it picks back up and then you get to keep going, but it's not always a straightforward shot. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of liked seeing that uh, play out where it'd be like, okay, we're kind of, this is kind of the main investigation, but sometimes we just have to work on some other stuff as well. 
Uh, and I'll agree some episodes did kind of drag it out a little too much, but uh, I felt like it always kind of picked back up uh, whether it was actually the main storyline or not. Uh, before we fully jump into the main story arc, what were some of y'all's favorite moments from the more episodic ones? What what was like your favorite episodic episode out of out of the bunch? The uh, the artificial human that was essentially just like a love doll that an individual wanted to uh, have a committed and real deep relationship with. Uh, when everything blew up in the guy's face. And then she or they, I don't, I don't necessarily know how to refer to artificial humans. Um, she or they just spit the like copy paste line from a sitcom. Yeah. Um, the, the whole reveal of that was honestly just ironic gold. Uh, yeah. probably yeah that that was a great moment i actually it got a little chuckle out of me um as well and then my favorite of the like episodic episodes because i was gonna say the tachi coma ones but that's unfair to the tachi comas because hmm. they did they, they they came back in full force and like each of them like had like character development you know so i'm not gonna not gonna do the Tachi comas that way, but I will say probably the uh, the capitalism one, um, where they're uh, the uh, the girls trying to like kill the person with a coin, mm-hmm. and it turns out like he's already been dead for years, and it's just his uh, robots running all of his money. I was he's, like, he's mm. still just the the dragon sitting on the pile of gold. Yeah, I'm like if this just ain't the most Elon. Musk, Jeff Bezos, shit of all time. Uh, <laughs> like, like this, like, like they really couldn't take it with with him when he left, and like he didn't even have to leave in this world. He, it's a, it's really a choice to die in this world. Um, and he, the, just the fact that like he was like, "Fuck all y'all, I'm keeping <laughs> it," um, and I will That's continue the- to gather more. <laughs> Yeah, it's not far off from the real world at this point. Uh, Jerry yeah. Jones, the Dallas Cowboys owner, apparently has a Jerry Jones AI or something akin to it in the works. Jesus fucking Christ. Not <laughs> down, I don't think he'll pass the team off to his unfinished AI product Dude, over his, his own flesh and blood child. The Jerry, the, but Jerry imagine. AI, the Jerry Jones AI says nigga for sure. Oh my God, yes. Off. You know, hundred percent. It doesn't have the social experience. Not <laughs> God. Oh my God. God. Yes. What if the AI is just a cover and he's actually going to like implant his consciousness into it? <laughs> he's That's just, worse. He That's plugs worse. himself into AT and T Stadium to become AT and T Stadium. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. The fact he hasn't run for governor surprises me because he'd win. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. It's it'd be so unfortunate the way he wins too. Yeah, like he could show up day before, like like he can just be a write-in candidate, and we'll be like, if y'all want the Cowboys to play next season, write me in. 
Yeah, he he wouldn't even have to go out and like spend his own money on like commercials and stuff. He could just do it on the NFL's dime by like hanging up banners and shit in the stadium. He can literally tell his <laughs> PR. He can literally tell his multiple PR teams be like, "All right, nothing like no football advertisements. All of it is my governorship campaign, <laughs> even for our out of town games." Dak Prescott goes out to do a sleep number commercial wearing a "Vote for Jerry" T-shirt. <laughs> And the, the cameraman's like blink twice if you if you need help. And then Jerry told him before he got on set, "Don't blink if you want to live." <laughs> the AI Jerry knows in advance. Yeah, it's got that facial recognition. It got you on lock. Jesus. Yeah. No, we're we're not too far off from that sort of uh, capitalist nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about but, uh, you, Tristan? What was yeah, well, what was your big yeah. pog? Uh, I think the one where I saw it and I was like, even back when I first watched this episode, I feel the same way. Uh, when they find the like cyber brain encased in like the shell at the uh, like flea market or whatever, mm-hmm. and they like send people into it and they just never come out, and uh, so the major finally goes in and it's just a movie. And apparently it's just the greatest movie ever made. And just there's no start. There's no end. It's just movie. And, uh, you know, it's just so good that nobody ever wants to leave. I'm like, man, if I found that, I'd probably be one of those people where I'm like, sign me up. I'm, I'm in. I'm here for it. I'm here for the ride. Like, let's let's get going. There's you also a, some nice retrospective. uh foreshadowing to her her choice to uh, leave the the internet Hmm. that's true that's true um so yeah there's there's a lot of good episodic stuff uh i really enjoyed the uh the one where they're after the serial killer that's just uh ex-american soldier from like south america from like world war three or whatever He's just so uh, like yeah. PTSD, like fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then Bob decides not to kill him. See, probably would have been a mercy kill, though. Yeah, but he couldn't because he he was because if he killed him, he'd be he'd still be stuck in the jungle, you know. Yeah, he was trying to, he was trying to get out of it. But I have a hard time counting that one as a filler because that's they they were doing the CIA a favor there. I mean, yeah, but it, I'd just say it doesn't directly carry on like the Laughing Man plot, you know? That's fair, that's fair. It does It does definitely carry on the Bato plot. Yeah. Like, like his character arc. PSA to all the kiddos out there, no matter what, don't do the CIA any favors. They will not reciprocate. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. They will uh, kill your leaders, hmm. um, grow drugs in your country, Transport those drugs out of your country into their home country, and then mm-hmm. arrest the people that look like you uh, for doing the drugs. Because they are blaming you for the drugs that they are doing. Yes. Yeah, I didn't want to get too political with my conspiracy theory or too accurate, but yeah, definitely <laughs> the, war on, the war on drugs was definitely a low-key white supremacist scheme to keep brown people down. It's at the time, 
you know, I, I understand people not recognizing it because, you know, a gung ho mob mentality shit, but like in retrospect, it's so thinly veiled. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm, I haven't super checked cause it's, it's really just a fact if your eyes are open. Um, but I'm pretty sure the paperwork of that, like being signed off has been like declassified of like that being the thing that, that we're doing now. Hmm. Uh, in Minecraft, obviously, obviously the thing <laughs> that they were doing. Well, that's in where Minecraft. all the best libraries are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, somebody had to burn down the library of Alexandria because their mom's a fucking bitch. Fuck that guy, dude. The fact we can't make Roman concrete anymore because of this shit, too. Fucking Christ, I hate everything. This planet sucks. The wrong people won. Uh, well, you know. We could we could play into the conspiracy that we are on the ninth iteration of uh, actual society, and uh, we're just waiting for the next big reset to uh, set us back, and then we'll we'll build up again. You know, we we we've got uh, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but like the Roman Empire with the uh, Library of Alexandria burning, uh, you know, the Lost Empire of Atlantis. Uh, I think, I think even, I could have said even, even Egyptians, you know, uh, I feel like we're just at another set of, we think we're peak and we're going to do some dumb stuff and then we're going to, you know, somebody's just going to delete the internet and we will lose, (laughs) you know, a hundred, hundred, two hundred thousand years of progress. Oops, misclick. Okay. But low key deleting the internet, I feel like so healthy. If it continues down this path, because obviously it's still doing a world of good now in some cases, and is a great tool still. Um, but if the the general culture of people just not fucking touching grass, um, sorry, I got a little angry there. If people just not touching <laughs> grass uh, continues, maybe deleting it in about five years is probably for the best. Honestly, can. Can I just be super transparent here? Yeah. Some yeah. people don't deserve internet access. Can I be more transparent with you? And I've been saying this for years. Yes. And it's going to sound awful. Uh, some people don't deserve kids either, to be honest. I mean, that too. It's like, don't take rights away from people. Just make people prove that they can handle the situation that they are trying to engage in. But like when you have somebody take a driver's test before you give them the uh, the ability to go operate a one ton hunk of screaming metal powered by fire. So yeah, that's, we're really that's boiling I, down to we shouldn't allow kids on the internet at all. Uh, yes, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Uh, no, and that is because I I I have a, a thing here. Um, we we all like to play games, right? Like video games and stuff. Maybe just don't let them contribute yeah. to the internet. Let them be spectators only. I I think so we should give every kid an iPad and just let them brain rot on YouTube. No, I think I think we should at at every child's twelfth to fourteenth birthday, they get in an old school Halo, Call of Duty. <laughs> Um, lobby and that's where your internet that's where you get your internet training you know because (laughs) 
it's going to devolve into Xbox Live all over again. <laughs> but listen. When the adults in the room start talking shit back to the kids. Listen. <laughs> listen. And I, I hate to say it. Uh, people need to be be humbled and maybe made fun of a little more. I'm I just mean, saying. To a like, degree. Respectfully, respectfully so. But I think a lot of people... Even in our age group, need to be a little, <laughs> a little humbled on some shit sometimes, <laughs> and maybe point, maybe not point and laughed at, but maybe made fun of in a playful. But you could, in a playful, you can do better manner, not a playful. You're a piece of shit manner. <laughs> I'm having Vietnam flashbacks to uh, quickscope one v ones in Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just fucking get good, scrub. Just fucking get good. Challenge everybody and their mother to a one v one. Have a pre-made lobby ready to go, and then they show up and shit all over me. Yeah, it's like, oh have man, I, what have I done? Yeah. And then you log off before you send them the Microsoft points. Yeah, I know how it goes. <laughs> exactly. My, my favorite was like Locked. when people were like talking shit in the lobby and stuff, and then you just like be quiet and win the game, and you're like, all right, I'm gone. Oh, look at this God, kid winning Halo. games. It's true, dude. True, at least on Halo, not not on fucking League of Legends, but Halo, yeah. Yeah, Halo, no, I'm with it. I'm with it. I uh, I went the exact opposite direction in League of Legends. Dude, I got don't I I I try not to get chat banned anymore in League of Legends, but if somebody's <laughs> saying something funny, I I might engage with it. Like if somebody <laughs> Somebody's asking me if I stare at the booty hole while I hit it from the back in an A ram. <laughs> who am I to not to? Who am I to not get an all chat? They yeah. they they open they propose the question. That's true. While it stares into my soul, I am returning my gaze into their hole. No, the answer is you. You lick your finger and you put it in there, and you just rub <laughs> around it. That's the answer. Can't make eye contact that way. I get it. I mean, it's uh, looking at you. It's got to want something. Honestly, uh, I should try that at work, but not with like buttholes, with just like regular eye contact. No, yeah. just with the ass. Like my fingers and just rub them around in their <laughs> eyes a little bit. <laughs> just around That'd the be- edges, not like in their eyes. Yeah, unless unless you have express permission to to enter the the eye, to enter the <laughs> hole, don't enter the hole. But you know, a little tickle never a little tickle oh, goes man. a long way. Speaking of entering holes, uh, um, rabbit about... holes of the laughing man. Yeah, I was about to say wormholes. I, I will stand on this hill. Corporate terrorism is not real. It's not a real thing. It's not a real crime. I will stand on this hill. If anything, I feel like you get in trouble for like influencing the stock market. Uh, What are they going to do? Put your picture on the wall and ban you from the corporation's offices? Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of where it leads into is uh, uh, the term corporate corporate terrorism uh, it really is just a distraction to hide the fact that these corporations are using that ploy to make their stocks better. Um, yeah, let's 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 see. We get we get the Laughing Man, 
we get his big debut on the news. Uh, mm-hmm. We're kind of we're kind of talking about that a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to remember like the exact episodes that go in order. I'm not trying to just eh, I'll just spill all the beans. Fuck it, because uh, I can't remember which episodes fully lead into it. But basically, the Laughing Man discovers that uh, there's this disease which is uh, like the inverse of cyber psychosis. Uh, where your computer brain just uh, turns into a rock and you just you die. And uh, there's two two kinds of uh, treatments for it. There's the uh, the vaccine that shows very promising results, and then there is the micro machine uh, treatments that uh, big pharma know isn't as effective. And they make more money off of it because it never fully cures somebody. They just keep them hooked uh, to keep paying. Uh, you know, you can draw the parallels uh, where you see fit. But uh, yeah, so basically he he takes one of these head uh, pharma bros, uh, you know, kidnaps them, puts them on live TV at gunpoint and basically says, yo, you got to You got to tell everybody the truth. And uh you know, everything kind of gets swept under the rug. Uh, the truth never fully comes out. Uh, the Laughing Man is is kind of goes into hiding, and then we get these other acts of corporate terrorism that are the Laughing Man. Uh, and the Laughing Man just kind of becomes this uh, like uh, urban urban legend, urban myth, uh, and everybody's wanting to be the laughing man and, and you get all these copycats pop up. Uh, secretly, a lot of these pop-ups are the corporations themselves making these uh, kind of tactics to inflate their stocks. Um, we find out that the laughing man is in this facility that is uh, training the uh autistic division uh, for <laughs> these cyber crimes. Uh, we, were, we were kind of talking about it. I feel like, I feel like in today's day and age, if it was made, I feel like autism isn't the word they would have gone with. They probably would have gone with like savant considering these kids are like just fucking God tier at using the internet and hacking and breaking code and making code. And it's almost like slave labor. They're just like, yeah, I'm going to, keep this kid and keep this kid out of trouble because he's just too smart. So, uh, hey, yo, kid, you're going to you're gonna write some defense barriers for me and you're going to break some defense barriers down for me. And they're just like, uh, okay. And then, you know, they, they keep them addicted. They're like, you only get an hour of public, public online usage. And they're like, oh, I'm fiending. Please, just, just let me online. Let me online. I don't need just to touch a grass. a little bit more smut. Just, please. Um, a Roblox game. Yeah. <laughs> And so this is where Section 9 kind of discovers uh, a little bit more about uh, the Laughing Man. Kind of kind of leads to some more, uh, you know, they actually meet with the Laughing Man. They find out this uh, info about uh, the vaccine getting covered up and how, you know, hundreds, if not thousands. Well, I'd probably say like hundreds of thousands of people are dying because of this condition, because the actual cure is just hidden. And even like the the leader of the like uh, branch of the government that deals directly with like pharmacology and medicine, 
uh, he's got the disease and he's using the vaccine because he knows that it's actually effective where they are still charging all these people, uh, you know, their life savings to use a, a treatment that doesn't even necessarily work. Uh, and so as we keep going, we, we learn more and more about how corrupt the government is and how the government's really doing the best they can to uh, cover everything up. Uh, once again, draw parallels where you see fit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Trump with the COVID vaccine. They, uh, they basically try to take out Section 9 because they know too much. Uh, so Section 9 kind of goes on the, the down low and uh, kind of wait it all out. And then uh, the public defenders, like the actual DA, uh, presses against the uh, these government officials and actually like gets the case and and beats the bad guys while uh, Section Nine gets to stay out of the limelight. And uh, you know they they did their job and uh, they did it discreetly. And uh, yeah, so that's like the whole the whole laughing man shtick. Uh, they find the laughing man, they try and recruit the laughing man, the laughing man's like, eh, I'm okay. I mean, what's the alternative, you know? I mean, he gets to live out his life, you know? He yeah. doesn't just go to prison? No, because he, he wasn't the bad guy. I mean, he did kidnap a guy. Uh, he kidnapped but a piece of shit. Could, can, can you even prove that he actually kidnapped that guy? Because, uh... Pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they couldn't. He also never called himself the Laughing Man. Well, that's also true. It's a. Uh, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. I know they did that whole shtick with like the undercover, like fake Laughing Man return thing, to uh to like establish a connection between um. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, Basically, the the, 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 yeah. the pharma bro, the, the yeah. like the head of the micro machines. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did their whole like uh, false flag operation or whatever for that. Yeah. So, like loosely, I guess you could connect him to it. But yeah, basically, They're also the not man. cops. Yeah, like the laughing man gave him the info, so then they just went and verified the info, and he he confessed everything. So they're like, you know, we. We we got him. We got that's him. A, that's a good guy right there. Yeah. I mean, he he was actively trying to like save lives and expose the deep rooted corruption and Yeah, like you can be the hero level. without being like a good guy though. It's like getting a tattoo isn't bad behavior. I don't give a shit about it, but it's not good behavior. I feel like it's neutral behavior. Yeah, that's, that's gonna say like yeah. that's what I mean. It's like it's it's like offsetting. Well, no, just like in general, I feel like that's just like a neutral thing. I feel like I feel like to really offset it would be like adopting a kid. Hmm. I don't know, right? Like adopting a kid. Adopting like, a kid for the clout? Yeah, yeah, adopting a kid for the clout. There you go. That's 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 a good one because it's like mm. yes, you you adopted a kid, but like you didn't do it to like. I I, I adopted a kid thing. so that I could exploit every moment of their working life so that I could get clout. Yeah, okay. or like, that, that means that means I'm a good person because watch me get clout because y'all watch me take care of this kid that I did entirely for unpure reasons. 
Right, but what if you adopt a kid and you give them the best possible upbringing and set them up for a fantastic future, but it was all only for the clout? That's still neutral. That's still neutral. Because huh. you, you, you still, you didn't do it like out of like the goodness of your, of, of just being a decent person of like loving the child, you know, you did it because you love the clout. You love the bag. Hmm. I love the attention for my kid being a doctor, scientist, astronaut who also fights fires for fun. God, I wish I could have Barbie as a daughter. <laughs> That'd be pretty lit, dude. Hi, Barbie. That'd be pretty lit. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> That's a good movie. I want to rewatch it. It was uh, good. I, I need to rewatch it in actual like HD quality because I'm a filthy, dirty scumbag that watched a cam recording oh. of it. Yeah, no, I went to the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I want to... I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I just haven't really gotten out of the house to go watch any movies. It's good. It's good. I just, yeah, need to do it right. Fair. I I, I like, I like how pure, how purely feminist it was. How, How purely it was like, hey, everyone can do better. Yeah, like they kind of all messed up. They gave us the reconciliation of the story at the end without the cop out of yeah, romance. That was good. Um, very, very mature way to wrap it up. I, I very much appreciated it. It looks yeah. like it looks like Barbie is officially on streaming now. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. So what. it looks like it looks like Amazon. So I was looking it up because I was curious to see if it was going to be released uh, on Max. Uh, and it says it will be later, but it did say that on uh, September twelfth, it will be available to uh, to stream. So let me, let me. But yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty pro Ali. I'm pretty pro Laughing Man. Hmm. Um, I was. I I feel like it did. Like it was, it was, it, it all paid off so, so well. So like, I'm not like that upset about it, but I do feel like it like dragged a little bit to get here, you know, hmm. like just a smidge. I feel like it was a little smidge too long, but it's also fine. Even though I didn't like super love all the filler episodes, like I said, like they were, they at least presented like interesting concepts and the, um, the the execution of the actual story like in the background of some of these episodes if you like pay attention um there'll be like little hints like oh the laughing man is like hacked into here or like this government official was talking to this person that was like connected to the thing that we were doing that was illegal like shit like that you know so like it all like slowly led up to this and it was good it was good overall. Um, I will say I was genuinely shocked when uh, the major's head got blown off. I did not see that one coming at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then how how did you? Or I guess this is a question for both of y'all. But how did y'all feel about her basically going to live inside the internet for a bit? Uh, yeah, I know we we kind of talked about it a little earlier, but. 
I'd do it too, for sure. If I could take a three month, like, just, I guess, not pure mental break, because I would be, you know, technically not sleeping, but it, I don't think I would need to sleep anymore at that point. Um, that would be pretty fun, especially, like, with, like, her level of, like, hacking and, like, her level of, like, intelligence, like, being able to actually absorb and, like, figure out things that I've always wanted to, like, confirm that I know is hidden and I could find out if I was, you know, if I knew the the internet backdoor ways, uh, I could find out for sure. So, I think that'd be pretty sick. Do you think, uh, do you think she met Lane in the internet? Well, we're all connected. So. Yeah, she's a <laughs> she's like a super wizard or whatever they called her or the class <laughs> of hacker. Of course, she met Lane. She's she's yeah. been all over the internet. She yeah. is the internet although, now. Yeah. Although, what year does this take place? It's like 2024 is the first Laughing Man event, and they reference like six years ago. So I think it's like 2030. Yeah, it's Lane. like 2030 or 2031. And then Lane was like. 2000 but no yeah lane lane didn't lane decided to become a person again she didn't decide to become the internet yeah but like people use the internet i feel like there's still remnants of lane left <laughs> i feel like i feel like if anything lane is one of the people impersonating the laughing man like based on what she learned like through her own adventures in the, through the internet I think she's impersonating the Laughing Man as well. This is a theory I'm willing to uh, to to accept and work with. It's <laughs> like she wouldn't like that, you know. The people are being lied to and being like being forced into a more lonely situation instead of being able to, you know, use it to connect to everyone. Um, and she's also not like down for experimenting on humans giving that that was part of the show as well so yeah she's she's definitely on she's definitely team laughing man she's out there fair enough fair enough uh who were some of y'all's favorite characters i know we kind of talked about like the 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 main group of section nine kind of briefly but uh is there anybody y'all wanted to talk a bit more in depth about or uh any highlights y'all wanted to to shout out i mean Bato's uh, pretty cool yeah Bato's dope as hell um and then also togasa actually hmm. Lo- loved togasa um to be honest um like a lot of like his solo stuff was like like really good like i really like i really like the uh the child episode like where he went and visited the uh the autistic unit no that that sounded so bad saying it <laughs> even though like even though that i know that's what like the right thing to it's call just what it is it's just what it is oh my god um but yeah uh i thought that was really like good um and then him getting shot, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I like actually hope he makes it home to you know his wife and kid. Yeah, because um, he's like a regular dude. Yeah, and then really we didn't get like super much with like Ishikawa and the other ones. Yeah, um, they were, they were I, very much like a supporting cast. Yeah, and then I I also like um, 
the general, um, Ar- Aramaki. I I wish he would have done a different plan than sell out Section Nine, but like I get that he like had to do it on like above board sell out Section Nine, but under the table everybody knew like Section Nine wasn't actually gone. No, you know like, that was fucked. I hated that honestly. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of a shit shit plan. Yeah, um, it, it sucked, but he he had faith in his team that they'd all survive it. So I guess you know. Since it all worked out, it's fine. But uh, I think uh, I think if anybody didn't make it, then uh, it would have been a much different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have faith that my friends could survive destitute poverty. That doesn't mean I'm going to go empty their bank accounts. <laughs> like I'm not going to test your resilience just because I believe it's there. Fair. Um, so, are we counting the Tachi Comas as a part of Section Nine? We yeah yeah we can do that we can do that because uh, I liked them I I really liked them like their episodes were were good or were, were really good actually because hmm. because I like the idea of them like like what they turned into I I don't think it I don't think they had a ghost but I think they had definitely something that was ghost adjacent you know they they were on the way to getting it. Hmm. But, I feel but like I, if they were left alone to uh, keep experiencing life, then uh, it could have gotten to that point. Yeah, but at least as as I understand it, a ghost is like literally just like your like biological consciousness digitized, right? Yeah, it's like, it's basically your soul. So, like your computer I, soul. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah, you're 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 becoming a digi destined, if you will. Um, <laughs> I and then I'm not I'm not we'll cross this bridge in real life when we get there in 15 years or whatever but I I'm not sure if a robot developed like an actual like personality and like sentience by itself and like it can be proven that it is um I'm not sure if I would still call that a soul but I do think it would prove the existence of of a soul, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, like a soul is something that you're you're born with. It's not something that you develop over time. Um, whereas, Maybe like, call it like your consciousness. That's kind of that's kind of debatable. That's kind of debatable. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like. It's maybe like an innate, an innate thing that you're born with, but I feel like uh, I feel like it is something that definitely develops over time. I feel like uh, there are definitely cases of uh, you know people being born that uh, could arguably be said that they are soulless. So you know, like uh, you got your NPCs out there. Uh, That's so, true. Some people the... have sold their souls. With the concept of purifying and corrupting the soul being a thing that kind of implicitly like says that it's something that can be or I guess that can undergo growth or change. Yeah. So that's fair. I guess I guess I might be I might be being a little short sighted here and not maybe not wanting to like fully think that that's possible, but I, I do I do think that it is definitely something that is is 
very very likely to happen at some point. Uh, I just hope that it that that we do get like the Tachikomas and not like the Terminators, you know, because <laughs> like they're they're just curious little friends, you know. They just want to like either learn, um, experience like life in general, just help out their friends, you know, things that normal people do, and not just you know kill everyone. That's fair. Um, so I guess, I guess if y'all had to pick, who would be your standout favorite character? Standout, standout favorite for me, in case y'all can't tell, is, is the Tachikomas, which unfortunately they're just put under Tachikoma. Um, but probably either the one that was reading the books and just wanted to experience death, because, you know, that's a very... That shows that it's like truly interested in experiencing all aspects of life, um, and not just like I, I didn't take it as it being like sad or anything. I took it as it like it 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 is interested in living and not just interested in what it was like programmed to do. And then the, uh, the our main Tachikoma is the one that went to help out at the uh, the nursing home, and yeah. they're they're just they're just super friendly and nice, you know. That's fair. That's fair. What about what about you, Matt? Who is who is your favorite? Oh, it's definitely Bato. And I think what sealed the deal was um, I'm I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure he's Joseph Joestar in the dub. I'll check for you real quick. Um, the scene where uh, he has his big old gun and he's shooting up in the air, screaming, "You bastard! You hacked my eyes!" <laughs> it, it just it felt like Joseph Joestar and that kind of locked him in as my favorite character from there on out uh, he is Shashomaru I'll pretend I know what that word means uh, he's Raycoom oh hell yeah <laughs> uh, he's also Master Megatron Okay, but he is not Joseph Joestar. Uh, or yeah, I think he is Joseph Joestar. I'm looking at it now. It's uh, Richard Epcar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Bato was David. Whoa, did we watch different dubs? Or did I click on? Uh, you might have clicked on the wrong one. Why is there two different dub actors? Because uh, it's the the OVAs, and then uh, now that's so fucked. If you don't have those separated, hmm. yeah. Because uh, when I was looking at the voice, it was just like yeah, a bunch of names. Unbreakable Joseph Joestar. Interesting. Okay. okay well, the the other one is Raycoom. How is Hell yeah, interesting. Oh, he's also Yuha Baha. Interesting. He does things, yeah. Well, neat. That's that's good to know. It's uh really tickled me in the moment, and uh, confirmation of that just kind of adds to it. Nice. All right. Well, take mark this moment down in history. Matt had a bigger JoJo fan moment than I did. 
Matt <laughs> and sounds at that all. he hears sometimes. I I can recognize them in Japanese, but not so much in the in the dubs. I mean, I I did make the mistake of watching all of JoJo's dubbed before I went back to do the sub. So <laughs> like one and two dubs though, because I like the funny. That's acts. like my <laughs> first impression, I suppose. But yeah, part two dub is fucking goaded. I guess I just got to rewatch JoJo after I'm done with Scissor Seven. Then yeah, let's get it. All right. Sorry I guess, about it. Uh, JoJo's the next season. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just do a full rewatch every season of Antibodies so we can keep up to date on JoJo's. Exactly. Um, who was your favorite character, Tristan? Uh, my favorite was actually Togusa. Uh, oh, nice. I really, I really enjoyed his uh, kind of outsider view on technology where he's like, I agree that there's a lot of benefits to it, but uh, he's like, you know, I'm just kind of a plain and simple guy. I don't really need all these crazy upgrades. You know, he got like the bare minimal upgrades to basically just keep communication with the other members. But other than that, he didn't really uh, didn't really go through getting any upgrades. And I was just like, you know what? I respect it. I respect it. This guy's out here actually living living life on the edge, and uh, you know, he he doesn't have a backup. So. Uh, uh, mad respect. Yeah, I will say, have the Togusa mindset. If you don't agree with something that's not necessarily harmful, have the Togusa mindset. So only go by one name. Don't don't have a first name last name. Be like Togusa. Be like that soccer like player Mato. from Spain, Chavi. Pretty much be like, yeah, be like everybody in Section 9 except uh, the Major and the General. Because <laughs> they all just have one name. No, no, I more meant the, you know, just, you know, respecting the opinion and, you know, having yours and then not making a big fuss about people not living by your opinion. No. That's what I meant, yeah. Um, I guess... Uh... I think that's about all I had. I didn't really have anything too special for this episode. Uh, so if y'all just want to jump into numbers and recommendations. Numbers. I'll open the floor. Numbers first? Yeah. All right. Um, despite all the shit I've talked, I'm actually going to give this a 8.7 tops for the major. Because <laughs> as we all know, she doesn't wear a full top ever. Which respect wish i could do it myself um it's just really good overall i think the themes are great has a good message and has a little bit of every a little bit of something for you know for for your average sci-fi fan and uh i would also recommend ergo proxy um that actually touches on a lot of the similar notes it's a little bit more uh heady uh and a little bit more episodic than this. Um, but it's still pretty good. Nice, nice. What about, what about you, Matt? I'm going to give this 7.62 sized munitions being shot haphazardly into the air because Bato is upset out of 10. Nice. So... 
because it's like I'm point not, break. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not positive what what he was shooting. I think it was like an AK or some shit, but that's what AKs shoot. So, bruh, bruh. fair enough. But uh, what would you recommend to to someone after watching this? After this one, honestly, I think I might get into like the whole vein of uh of like Gundam and everything. There's there's something about like that interfacing with technology. Just the uh just the vibe of it where uh essentially like they're most of section 9 essentially are like selling their souls to the technology to, you know, uphold their ideals. Um, okay. And there's that little bit of a vibe in Gundam where, uh, you know, you jump in the robot because uh, you got to fight for something. You got to fight for democracy because the show's propaganda. Space democracy. <laughs> Usually. It's not always in space. I've watched yeah. a little bit of Gundam. That's fair. I will say I, I did watch the original one and it was good. And I'm wait I think they finally put Zeta on Crunchyroll, so whenever I fucking feel like watching anime again I might watch that. I I will eventually actually watch Gundam in the same way that I will eventually read all the manga that have been recommended to me. <laughs> it's uh it's on a list. We we'll we'll just make it a part of the official list and we'll just force feed everybody it honestly i really ought to at this point <laughs> sorry i've i've considered putting the the witch from mercury on for a uh, next season because i really want to watch it to be honest and it's not like connected to a uh, like any of the other gundams at all except just you could you could gundam. you could say it's a standalone complex you could say it's a standalone <laughs> complex <laughs> We'll do it like uh, we'll do it like slam dunk, just like twenty episodes at a time every season. That's fair. I feel like I feel like there's got to be good arc breaks in slam dunk, though. That bitch. Oh, is there like definitely are. At least in the uh, in the manga, there are. But also, what if we just arbitrarily assign a number based on how long seasons usually are, like every twelve episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do one better I'll, I'll do 25 because it's 101 episodes oh then we only have to do four slam dunk recordings mm-hmm. <laughs> well we get to do four slam dunk recordings and technically five because I think there's a movie coming out there is yeah. a movie that's I think already out oh but uh I guess I guess as for myself uh yeah. I will give this uh, eight members of Section 9. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, you know, I will say that the one thing it suffers from is just the pacing, and that's just because of the time it came out. Um, but I think thematically, so much of the stuff is still prevalent, especially as we just get more and more technologically advanced. Uh big fan i I love sci-fi stuff that kind of addresses the use and misuse of technology um i think my biggest recommendation after watching this would probably be uh cyborg 009 Uh, i think i think i put that on the list for next season 
Uh, it just kind of deals with, uh, you know, people getting turned into cyborgs. Hmm. Uh, it definitely has some of those like kind of government uh, conspiracy plots in it. Uh, it's just all around a, it's a good show. Uh, almost said it's a good time, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's some suffering in it. So I don't know if I'd go that far, but, uh, definitely, definitely worth a check out. And, uh, what do we, what do we got coming up next time? So I'm, I'm still torn between the imminent and shadow and witch hunter Robin. Um, so I'm gonna put it up to a coin flip because I know Tristan, you didn't sound too excited about oh. the Imminence and Shadow. Yeah, I, uh, I I saw that and I forgot because I was gonna send back in chat. I was gonna say, uh, you know, Matt voted for Eminence and Shadow, and I was gonna vote for Witch Hunter Robin just to be difficult. Uh, <laughs> All right. But then, but then oh. too much time passed, and I was like, oh, maybe I maybe I shouldn't. But you're good. Uh, I'm gonna roll a d20 here. I I well, you shake it around next to the mic. Odds versus evens, and if it somehow lands with an edge or corner pointed up, then we have to do two love rue. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And then, then I get your two love rue pick. And oh, then we no. Next season. Um, so I was actually going to say, um, without obviously thinking, I, I'm going to roll the dice, and then y'all are going to, I'm going to tell. I'm going to ask y'all to guess, and whoever's closer, we're going to go with that show. Oh, I was going to say, we should just do the, the odds and evens, and uh, we'll just say odd is Witch Hunter Robin, and even is uh, Eminence and Shadow. Yeah, yeah but this, is, this is more fun, because now now y'all get to pick. Because oh, I'm fine either oh, way. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, like, no, let's, let's do the interactive one. Okay. Yeah. All right, here comes the roll. All right. I got the number. All right, Matt, you may guess first. I would like to select lucky number 13, baby. All right, Tristan, your go. Is this, is this closest without going over? Yes, closest without going over. Oh, man. Um, I guess uh, I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do a nine. So, I really wanted to say 12, but I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Say Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> what happens if you both go over? Oh, man. Roll six. Then Tristan wins because he went less over, I would assume. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. That's fair. All right. Looks like we're doing Witch Hunter Robin next week. Hell yeah. Whoa, wait. I thought I got the pick. Well. It was going to be between the Eminence and Shadow and Witch Hunter Robin. Alex is yeah, just if forfeiting I, their slot without knowing it. But if I if I if I if I won, what if I wanted Eminence and Shadow? <laughs> you, you, do you have a D twenty on you? Uh, damn, I actually don't. Uh, I was going to say we we can have a roll off here. Get, say a number. Say a number. Say a number. Yeah, uh, twelve. I got a seven. 20. I got a seven. Yo, <laughs> I'm rolling my ass. I'm rolling my ass. <laughs> All right, which one? Or, does or, a seven hit? <laughs> does a seven hit? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 
I'm uh, I'm cool doing Eminence and Shadow. Uh, it looked like a fun show. It's it's on my list as well. Uh, okay. I hadn't really heard of Witch Hunter Robin, so I really have no idea what that's about. But uh, I know Eminence and Shadow looked like some fun, so I'm I'm down for that. Fair enough. And I've watched I think the first four episodes or, sh- or so, and it's about like a conspiracy about a cult. Um, okay. And Witch Hunter Robin is it's about pretty much the same thing we just watched this time but in, instead it's about like monsters and a and church it doesn't look as good i so like I, the idea of monsters but i'm turned off by the idea of church yeah and i like like i like the look of it and i'll probably watch it and let y'all know how it is but hmm. it's like my second time trying to put it on the list so it's not coming back <laughs> but i I will I will watch it in my spare time. I I, think, I owe the show that much. I think we ended up in a good spot then with Eminence and Shadow. True, and it it keeps with our Spooktober theme. This is our oh, second. Oh, I forgot. True, because shit's kind of scary when you think about it. Colts. Yeah, you know what's scarier than Halloween? Christmas. The real world. <laughs> Oh man, I was trying to forget that place. <laughs> oh man, yeah, true though. That place well, is. That's a... why we come here, and that's why we drink water. Ah, that's true. It helps us forget. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anybodies. Um, all of our links will be in this episode's description. Don't forget to always check out any and all guests that we have had on this episode, our previous episodes, and our friends over at Craft Fox Boutique. Don't forget to take care of yourselves, drink some water, and keep on kicking. I drink to forget. <laughs>